Hi friends, it's Faith and welcome to The Faith Show where we are currently, well on the show we navigate the highs and lows and everything in between in life. We are students, young adults and people just navigating this crazy thing called life. So welcome and thanks for joining us for the ride. I post new episodes usually every Monday, not last week though because I was late, but it's okay. Um, Let's get started. Our topic this week is red and green flags Mm -hmm. in men. And then we're going to also do a part two about friendship. And returning again is Gabby and Abby. Gail. (laughs) Yay! Um, So, how are you lovely ladies doing? Would anyone like to start with a little life update for the listeners? Gabby. Yeah, I can go. Yeah, so we just got back to school around, like, last week, and we're just starting to get more into, like, the groove of school, and it's been, it's been pretty good so far. I can definitely see how school's gonna start picking up, but it's been good. Mm -hmm. Um, it's been fun just seeing everyone again and just catching up on life, hearing how everyone's break was, um, but, um, definitely have seen how school's gonna pick up, but it's Mm -hmm. been good so far. Yeah, I agree. Break was super restful for me. I definitely needed it. Um, could have used another week, honestly. But coming back, um, coming back, um, I'm excited about my classes, and I'm excited for all the things that we are involved in mm-hmm. this semester. Um, we're doing mock rock, so if you what what's, ex- yeah, Abigail, what is mock rock? Mock rock <laughs> is a huge Biola tradition where you it's like giant lip sync battle. You have teams of fifty people. Um, 10 minute routines you have a theme and you you know tell a story it's so fun I'm super excited we our team is we're on heroes so Woo-woo! go heroes well I haven't made a team yet but yes. oh. yeah yeah we have auditions in two weeks in two weeks yes once yes, in next week next Monday oh my goodness wow next week yeah, yeah so it's super exciting super cool um, we all got to celebrate our wonderful and amazing friend Alex for her birthday this past weekend, so we got to all go down to San Diego, and it was so fun and lovely, and it's just cool to have this nice community and get to celebrate each other. Yeah. So, the good so girl fun. time. Good it girl. was fun, just all talking late at night, talking about, we kind of talked about red and green flags, actually, so it was kind of fun to yeah, just we, hear everyone's input. It was very sleepover mm-hmm. we sat and we talked about oh yeah the juicy and you want to know what that juicy is boys <laughs> so let's get into it the juicy red and green flags in boys slash men mm-hmm. yes boys slash men because important difference there's yes. a difference i actually went to my cousin's wedding recently and that was a thing that the pastor said he said marriage is not for boys it mm. is for men and so that's a fun little thing, but let's get started. And I wanted to say that we're calling this red and green flags because I don't, and like things kind of we have preferences for or things we look for, because I don't like saying that it's specifically our type. Because I think that putting and saying type is a very like confining thing and saying that this is the only things that we like in someone. But in actuality, I think there's different things we value mm-hmm. more and, and are higher and so maybe if this person has all these other traits but doesn't specifically have this one we're we can compromise and that's okay so that's why I don't like saying always type and putting it down into like yeah. a little box 
and as like, the only thing you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, and I feel like type, like when people ask you what your type is, I feel like it's genu- generally more just like based on appearance. Yeah. But I feel like red and green flags, it's like deeper than that. Mm-hmm. It's like the behaviors you see, the qualities that you see in that person, just beyond just physical appearance. Yeah, which I think is so important because yeah. looks conveyed. And when you say your vows, it's in sickness That's and health, true. not when you look hot or not. <laughs> exactly, because you're not going to look hot forever. Feelings, this is true. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. Looks fade. Looks fade. Not looks feelings fade. fade. <laughs> feelings fade, wait. Looks fade. Looks fade. So, let's start. And we wanted to start with some unique attributes because we all agree that, yes, communication is important, caring and loving your families and getting along with families and things like that are something important, but I think we're trying to go for a deeper level of something that um, not everyone may have thought about. And I, something I have come to realize personally for me is the importance in a similar willingness and desire to submit to Jesus, his teachings, and kind of your calling from the Lord. Because as a believer, I think we all have a purpose of loving God and loving our neighbors. He's designed us to do other, um, like with our spiritual giftings, has other things in store for us too. And one of those for me is honestly like the missional mindset. Mm -hmm. I was in old testament last year with a professor tally which if you go to biola recommend taking that class it is very difficult but it was so fulfilling and in that class he talked about being missional minded and how some of us are senders and some of us are goers and that all of us as christians like that's something we're given and it's so important that we need some people to be praying for us as the senders and supporting the goers financially and supporting them back home and holding down the church too which I think is so important Mm -hmm. doing like the local missions too with in reach within the church but also there are people who are called to go out and do missions um, whether it be overseas or in different ways and I personally felt really called as a goer. Mm-hmm. I love missions and I love going out. And at the time, I was actually talking to someone who was taking the class with me, and he was adamantly um, a sender. And so that was really a point of conflict, not because um, it was a point of conflict because you can be friends with different senders and goers, but I think that as believers, when we are married to someone or we're seeing someone, like our, our callings should kind of align. Um, and so that was a point of conflict, I think, really for the two of us at that point. Because I wanted to, I want to feel like I can go live life with my person and that we can go do those things together. And so I felt like with that relationship, there was a lot of other issues as well. But that was a very big thing for me why I, we didn't mm-hmm. continue um, talking. So, yeah. Yeah, no, that's so important. Because you want someone that's not only just going to, like, support you like, just cheering you on from the sidelines, but also someone that's going to be, like, going with you, walking Mm -hmm. alongside Mm -hmm. you, and supporting you in that way, so that's a really good insight. Exactly, and then also going on missions, it's, sometimes it's hard to explain what you experienced when you were living on mission, because there's just so many things that happen throughout the day, and so many incredible God experiences that you come in contact with, and so Sometimes it's difficult to kind of fully explain what you were feeling or what you were going through during missions. So it is really important, like what you were saying, to kind of have that same mindset as someone if they want to be a goer. Because sometimes it can be difficult to kind of explain how everything was working and how just everything worked out. But 
Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I just remembered. It was like your convictions. I think mm-hmm. that's kind of a conviction. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. It's whether it's like your convictions. It's You can start off having different ones, but to become one. And so when you guys get married to get to that point, it's like, is that person willing to take up your conviction that you feel like you have from the Lord? Mm-hmm. An example is that I feel very called to adopt children. I want to adopt mm-hmm. kids. And so that would mean I can't when I get married, it's not, I can't really just adopt kids alone. It's whether my husband at the time, he may not have thought about this, but once like we get married or whatever, that he is like, okay, I'm willing to adopt too. And that's like a similar way of carrying on a conviction and stuff. So yeah. So good. Abigail, do you want to share yours? Okay. Um, I don't know which one I should talk about, but one that I've noticed recently that I really appreciate is when a guy sees you for so much more than just your appearance Mm. um because i think that's something a lot of us girls struggle with growing up is like just like obsessing over how we look Mm -hmm. um and i've had like in the past i feel like that's just like the main thing that guys are like oh you're so cute oh you're so pretty but then like having someone that you feel like sees you for so much more Mm -hmm. than that that sees you for your character and the things you value and um i don't know i just think it's so much more valuable and special to feel seen for so much more than just how you look and so I agree. I think that's a big one for me because I used to be very obsessed with what I looked like. Mm-hmm. And so it's definitely been a journey of learning how to like overcome that and just be like, no, I am beautiful because of how God created me, right. not how I like see myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. So beautiful on the inside. Yeah. But you're also pretty outside. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Thanks, okay. okay, wait, wait, share. Okay. Abigail has a personal experience of this. Like, <laughs> like, share with us what he said, because she had a personal experience this recently, and it was really yeah. cute when she was, like, telling us about it, so I want her to, you know, say it again. Um, I feel like it was more like what he didn't say. Okay. Because it was, like, when we were talking, um, like, everything he said that, like, he admired about me, and he was like... I just, like, respect you so much. And so just, like, having that, like, respect and, like, not just, like, oh, I'm attracted to you. But it's, like, it was genuinely, like, I respect you uh, because of who you are and what you value. And um, But he didn't, like, he wasn't, like, complimenting me about my appearance. And that was just, like, unique because, yeah. So I think it was, like, things he Yes, things he said about, like, my character, but things he, like, wasn't saying about my appearance. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, he likes you. Like, he likes you, so. Yeah. But I think the importance of him not only, like, how he, how he highlighted how much he, like, admired you for, like, such a long time. And he liked mm, yeah. these little mm-hmm. things about you, I think, was so cute, because it's, shows how he took his time and he was really watching you and wasn't like oh initial attraction you're like hot so I'm like gonna hit on you you know type of thing it was more like I've admired you for such a long time and I've seen how you've interacted with others I've seen how you've like loved others when you didn't even know I was Mm. looking yeah that's true I don't know if I should update the listeners but like I have this old friend 
and we've been friends for a really long time and we've like been getting closer and so I told him I liked him over break and so yeah it's been really sweet and we're not like officially dating but you know we're kind of in this like in between intentional thing. relationship intentional <laughs> relationship just two besties that like each other and uh, oh my god I'm gonna make myself like um gag over here <laughs> but um yeah yeah which i think is so sweet in seeing how he truly respects you yeah and he doesn't respect you just because you're pretty because i think pretty privilege is so real oh yes it definitely <laughs> and, is and so it's really interesting to see how like i abigail's pretty gorgeous but like also she's such like there's so much more to her than mm-hmm. just her beauty, and she's beautiful inside and out. And to see how a guy has recognized that is so cool to like mm-hmm. be a part of that and seeing that, because I think all my friends are so the ones I have and the ones I really truly surround myself with are beautiful inside and out. And I think that's so important. And I like knowing that a good guy recognizes that. So yeah. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gabby, what is your oh my goodness. green flag? Well, definitely pursuing the Lord Christ-centered. Mm-hmm. That's definitely my first and top one. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one I should say, because there are two that I... There's a, quite a few that I have that are huge green flags. Um, but one that I really, really... What, one that I really cherish is someone that you want to learn from. Um, someone that you're proud of and hope to become, you're as, you aspire to be like them. Mm-hmm. Um, if they have a trait um, that you don't have, or um, if they just are just so, oh my gosh, I can't think of the word, but just a trait that you don't have that you just yearn to learn from, or you just yearn to just know more of, or just to be around, that's something that I think is such a big green flag. Um, so I think that's one that I have. But, yeah, it's kind of hard for me to go into detail, but I think that's, like, one yeah, that I, I have. Think, yeah, like, someone to help balance you out. Yes, so like exactly. Someone, like, if, yeah, like you were saying, they have a trait that you don't necessarily, like, you really want to work on. So, like, and, like, being around them will, like, oh, bring that out in yes. you. yeah. I think the example that I was thinking of, not to, like, bring it to myself but no, like fine. Fine. how yeah. sometimes it's hard, it's like I can be very unconfrontational and sometimes it's hard for me to be outspoken mm-hmm. so I really would value being with someone that is outspoken and who right. is able to yeah put feel themselves like, out there and like and because that would challenge me to also do that more yeah yeah exactly someone that can influence you well but and by being around them, you are influenced in a positive way. Yeah. Because iron sharpens iron, and it says that in the Bible, that we're heavily influenced by people because we're such relational beings. The Lord's created to be us to be relational. Mm-hmm. So by being around people or by being around your significant other, that's something that you're influenced in. And so you should true. be influenced in good traits and in traits that you want to learn from. Um, there are some times where I struggle with patience. Mm-hmm. And so... And also, I sometimes I struggle with, um, I procrastinate a lot. <laughs> so something that I really, really want to work on is having more patience. Mm-hmm. And then also 
planning out things ahead of time and being organized because sometimes life gets just too crazy and I'm not able to just get ahead on things that I want to. I'm not able to be motivated and get things started. And so I think a green flag is someone that is motivated and someone that does have patience because those are things that I don't have or sometimes I do have in a, in a, for like a little while, but they're not continuous. Mm -hmm. So I think that's something that I really long for is someone that I can learn from um, and someone that I'm always just aspiring to want to be, um, someone that points me toward the Lord and someone that just reflects him well. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I second that. <laughs> I, I, <learned. laughs> I love it. I think for me, I'm, which I'm honestly actually kind of learning from my friends, is that I used, I'm super extroverted. Mm -hmm. And so I used to think that means that I'm always need to be on the go and mm -hmm. I like don't get to like, I don't really get to say no to people because I'm like, I'm extroverted. Mm -hmm. I should be able to do it all. Um, and so that's what I'm seeing kind of in my friends and I want with my person is to like, um, be able to be like, no, it's okay, take a break. You need to recharge your social battery and you need to take time to rest. Mm -hmm. um, which is so like someone that will encourage you to rest? Yes. Or like, yeah. And mm -hmm. also, and like, it's okay to say no. Yes. And that made me just, oh my gosh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I'm going to cut this part out. <laughs> no, that was literally Okay. okay. <laughs> um, something else is I know I'm a super, it's lately, the past year and a half, I feel like it's definitely gotten better, but I was a super emotional person. I'm always just like really in touch with my feelings. I'm always mm -hmm. like, when I feel something strongly, I need to tell someone, I need to do something about it. Um, but I think with that, I want to be with someone who's more logical and be like, wait, Faith, let's take a moment. Let's take a step back and kind of think about this, not in like the here and now, like this is everything, this is the whole world. It's like, what? let's take a moment to think about like in the long term, mm -hmm. like is this decision a good idea mm -hmm. or something like that? And that's something I recognize. So I think I kind of want someone a bit more yeah. like logical because I'm always like, I feel this so strongly. Yeah, it has to right. be done or something. I don't know. Yeah. Someone to maybe kind of like pull you back to earth sometimes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Someone who's steady. Yeah. 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 That's a good one. Actually. That's a really good one. Yeah. I like that. What's one. another one that you guys have? Mm. I'm trying to think of more like individualized ones. Mm. All of mm -hmm. mine are kind of like kind to everybody. Yeah. I have how they act around your family. Yeah. I have well, I'm trying I just thought of one, but I'm like, should I do that one or should I do one that's already written down of mine? Ooh, just oh, do it. Ooh. Okay, wait, I have one that you go. Okay, go. I feel like this could be an interesting conversation. But someone who's very intentional about loving you, like according to your different love languages. Mm, I was I just wrote that down. That yeah. was the one that I was just thinking about. <laughs> no, because that's so important to know um just like how your partner feels mm -hmm. loved and then just being intentional about loving them in that way that's yes. gonna be meaningful to them. Um I think of an example, but like if you know that there are huge words of affirmation persons, like just taking that time to like write a little sticky note or just like send them a quick text, just like, hey, thank you about you. Like those could mean the world. Exactly. That's what I was just writing down because I'm someone that's words of affirmation and someone that's gonna affirm me, someone that's going to encourage me yeah. and just remind me that, oh, I'm proud of you, or um, I really like how you held yourself in this conversation or during this conflict someone who will see me and will just tell me that hey like you're doing a good job mm -hmm. and don't be so hard on yourself like someone who is willing to just have those conversations with me and just want 
to, and wants to love me in that way. Because that's something that I, I've gotten, I got a lot of that from my parents as a child. And I think that's also, mm. in a way, kind of now made me into the person I am with words of affirmation. And I think that's why it's my love language. And so I think that's something that I really need. So Yeah. No, yeah. I love that. Think and, what is, oh, hmm? I was going to ask what your top love language is. <laughs> my top love language is gifts. Gifts. That's so good, though. No, so, like, when people write me, like, letters of encouragement, it makes me so happy. And mm -hmm. if you ever have come into our dorm room, literally over my head, I have letters that people have written over me. Because I feel like it's almost, like, a blessing over me before, mm -hmm. like, to have those and read them sometimes in the morning and stuff like that. Um, it just means so much. It doesn't have yeah. to be extravagant large gifts, but ones that are, like... Faith, you mentioned this one time that you really liked this. Yeah. And so I got it for oh. you. Or like, Abigail, I told her one time that I have looked for a butter stuffed animal. Because I think it'd be so funny to have like a stick of butter as a stuffed animal. I don't know. It's so funny. And Abigail's currently making me yes. that. It's in the works. It's in the works. And so like that in itself makes me feel so loved because I mentioned this thing to her and she's taking the time out of her day to make it for me. Yeah. So it's from her and it's also just like such a funny little thing. <laughs> so I that that like that type of gift I yeah. love. Yeah, so yeah, so definitely someone who's like is gonna be intentional towards you about exactly. like Yeah. I love giving yeah. you gifts. Yeah, and someone who knows you well and that wants to give you gifts that they feel like you'll love and that you'll enjoy. Like what Abigail's doing. You know, she's making you a stick of butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she knows that that's something you deeply love and something you enjoy. So, <laughs> butter. butter. <laughs> like cute little stuffed animals. No, I love that. No, very much. Yes. Yeah. I think one of my top ones is acts of service. Mm -hmm. And so, um, like, an example would be our dear friend Hannah, who we Aww. love dearly. Yeah. She, anytime she goes to the calf and they have banana cake, she always brings me a slice and, Aww. like, brings it to our room because she knows that that's my favorite cake from the calf. And so just, like, little things like that, I'm like, oh, she thought of me when she saw mm. the banana cake. And so, yeah. So know. sweet. Oh, <laughs> Hannah. Yes. So cute. Love that. Yeah. I have a funny one. I have my Let's hear it. I have my husband list and I'm looking at all the qualities that I love or something. And this is some this is a pro tip for the boys. If the boys have listened this yeah. far, take notes, boys. This is so good. And mm -hmm. I have told one of my guy friends to do this and although they broke up, like he <laughs> he he got that girl to stay for a long time. Okay. <laughs> On like Valentine's Day or anything. Um, don't only get something for your girlfriend, okay? Ooh. But also for maybe her mother, and if she has sisters, for her Ooh. sisters. That's sweet. Good idea. That is so good. Like, if a boy got, like, me flowers, I'm like, oh my gosh, I love flowers. Thank you, that's so sweet. But if he got my sister flowers, or he, like, just was like, oh, like, have Hope come on one of our dates one of these, I would literally melt. Yeah. Because we Hope and I were literally texting today, and she's like, I'm your mini-me, because she started wearing, like, hoop earrings, which I thought was so cute. Mm -hmm. But, like, little things of showing how you don't only care about me, yeah. but also about my family and the people around me who are important, like, that yeah, is so important. Yeah, especially because family's so important to you, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. so I feel like that kind of goes into, like, the things you value. It's also, like, 
so special when they value those things too because they know it's important to you. Exactly. So, boys, that's a little pro tip mm. I have for you. Watch Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> oh. That's a, he's, that's a good one. He's a good one. I have another one for me. I don't want someone who's a stop-and-go driver. You know where, like, they, they drive a little, and then, like, hit the brakes. Oh. Like, and they're, like, shh, and they're, like, oh. oh, and then they, like, push the gas, and like, oh, stop. I feel like so many people drive like that down here in California. Though. I know. My uncle does it, and I get car sick, and I wrote that down because I was like, I can't date someone who's a stop-and-go driver. Ooh, what about someone that's just, like wants to go on little adventures with you, like, wants to create experiences mm -hmm. with you, because, yeah. like, that's so important to, like, have fun and, like, yeah, just experience things, and so someone who's intentional about planning those things or Ooh, wanting to do those things for you. When a man mm -hmm. makes plans, and he isn't just like, you want to hang out, and you're like, what do you want to do? Yeah. And he's like, I don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Someone who takes initiative. I want yeah. you, I want you to plan, cause I love I like plan a lot already. Like I want you to plan something, so then I'll, and I'll plan the next one or something. I think that'd be fun. Okay. Do you have any last thoughts on greens? On greens. I have one. Yeah. Okay. Someone who's emotionally intelligent. Ooh, Someone who can Our, understand their feelings and be able to articulate it well. Someone who is okay with crying and finds yes. strength in being vulnerable. Oh, because, that's so good. So well put. Ex so because when you watch a little TikTok of like a dog or like, <laughs> like or like someone's dad coming back home from like the army, like oh, I will, I will cry. cry. Like I will cry, Outfit. and I want a guy to feel like it's okay to do that. Like it's okay to be sensitive. Like we're human. We're made to feel emotions. I don't want them to feel like. They can't feel like that because they're a guy because I know that like that's a stereotype on a lot of guys is you have to be strong but being strong is be having emotions and actually showing them and being vulnerable so I think being emotionally intelligent is something yeah. that I really value yes but no I 100% agree and then someone who's like willing to be vulnerable with their emotions. That's literally, I was like, emotionally yes. vulnerable and emotionally available. That's what um, I was going to yes. say. Mm. Yeah. Snaps. Snaps. Like, because I think it's like, you, I want you to be able to t communicate well with me mm -hmm. and not be like, oh. Well, I, I feel like you have to bottle it up because that's also not healthy. Yeah, exactly. Because then they could just make it seem like, oh, everything's okay. When everything's not okay, yeah. I want to hear how you're doing. I want to hear what's going on with you. Like, don't just say that everything's fine when it's it not. It almost feels like when that happens, there's, like, not a level of trust. Like, they mm -hmm. don't... Like, it feels like they don't trust you with how they're really doing because they... Yeah. Yeah, because they don't know. Or maybe they just don't know how you'll react or something. I don't know. Right. But, yeah, just, like... Yeah, I don't know what I'm saying. Gotta let the people in. You yeah. need to let them know the good, the bad, the ugly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna say this right now, that if you're having struggles with that, like... You should start with being able to be vulnerable with that with your friends, mm -hmm. first mm -hmm. and foremost. Because I know a friend who's kind of struggling with that, and it's really difficult for her to share how she's feeling. Because um, she feels like she doesn't, I think, maybe necessarily doesn't want to burden people, or it's a lot for people. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, the Lord has called us to be in community and share these struggles together. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. like, to be able to open up with each other is so important. So I think that... Um, it's important in a relationship, but first you need to be comfortable with 
your mm-hmm. same gender friends and doing that because that's who's going to support you through the highs and lows of your relationship and they're always hopefully are always going to be there to consistently mm-hmm. support you versus the person you're dating it's a little more complicated because you have these other added feelings and right. um, other things so I think that it's important to be able to be vulnerable with your friends with that I agree Let's go into red flags. Woo-hoo! That's not something we should be excited about, but... <laughs> it's funny, because you know what? Some of the red flags we've learned are from personal from experience. Personal experience. Yeah. And so, Abigail, do you want to s- start it off for us? Yes, would love to. think a big one for me is how they, like respect their parents or lack of mm-hmm. respect for their parents um and I'm obviously not gonna name any names but if they're like manipulative to their mm-hmm. mom and specifically I just uh, it's just not no just not good because I um there's a person who told me that they know how to get what they want from their mom and it just felt so manipulative and just, like, yeah, just a lack yeah. of respect. And it just did not settle well with me. So that's a big one for me. And then someone who's overly competitive to the point where it's just, Ooh. like, they'll actually big one. get so mad at, like, a silly little game that's supposed to be fun. And then it's just, like, so uncomfortable because they're just sitting over there being so angry. And you're like, I just want to have mm-hmm. fun with this game. Um... Yeah. Someone who's competitive in conflicts, when they kind of want to, like, win an argument, they want to just win when they want to be right. Like, they always feel like they need to be right, and they're not, they don't, they're not okay with being wrong, Mm -hmm. Um, and they also don't want to see other people's perspectives. Right. I think that's a really big one So just, like, really prideful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I have one that I actually didn't realize, but I think is so crucial, is the way they express their anger makes mm. you feel unsafe. I literally looked up just red flags right now. And, or like you, makes you feel very uncomfortable. Um, mm. I, like, was seeing someone and um, I decided to not, so we like stopped talking, but we're still friends. And uh, he wanted to go to Disneyland with me. I was like, I don't think that's a good idea right now. So I canceled um our reservations and I actually was like I'll ask another friend to go instead um and with that he texted me some profane profane Mm -hmm. is that like some profanity and was like why would you do that but he didn't say it that way was just like you're so fake you always switch up Mm -hmm. and I was like whoa that wasn't very kind. Mm-hmm. That was that really was scary to have him just, like, kind of basically cuss me out and was just yeah. like, you're so fake. That didn't make me feel good about myself. No. And it was special. It was nice because we were only... We, at the time, we were only friends. But to have him say that, I was like, oh, I'm thankful I have ended things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the way that he expressed anger... Um, I've seen in my own parents' relationship, like, it's hard. Like, my dad will just sometimes be like, I need to walk away and I need to have some space to, like, think about this. And then they talk about it later on and they, like, go back to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
another one that I have is they aren't wise with their words. Mm -hmm. um, that they don't think before they speak. They kind of just say whatever they want to and don't and they don't think that they have any repercussions. Um, because in the Bible it says that a tongue is sharper than a sword and those can really wound you for a really long time. So they have to be wise with what they're going to say and how they will go about approaching something as well. So yeah. that's something that I really value. But yeah. No, yeah. I would second that. Give another sure. one. Sure. Um, I kind of wrote, um, like, Demi, like, is kind of mm. going off with, like, wor like the words that they right. use. But if they are, like, demeaning to others, mm. and or to themselves, too, um, just because it's so important to, like, be, have someone that, like, is encouraging you and building you up. If you have someone who's tearing other people down, mm -hmm. themselves down you down like that is just yeah not healthy no because you want you want your partner to be like your number one supporter and someone who's gonna walk with you and right. you know challenge you and encourage you and so, yeah 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 that makes me think of also you kind of going along with that you don't want someone that's judgmental of others mm. because if someone's judgmental of others then how do you think they're going to think when they think of you? Judgmental, I feel like in a way, is sometimes not giving people grace. And we all make mistakes. We're all not perfect. We're all sinful. I don't want yeah. to be around someone that judges others a lot. But. but I do also think judging is different from holding people accountable. Oh, yeah. yeah that's Because I think sometimes, I want to just make that clear, because I think that when you hold someone accountable, it's out of love, whereas mm -hmm. judge comes from a not a good place in the heart and I just want to make that clear that I don't I don't want to be with someone that judges others but I do want to be with someone who holds others accountable mm -hmm. while in love and also would hold me accountable yeah um yeah I so I think, I think that's really like. that's a really important thing that I felt like I wanted to mention but I agree we're talking about a lot of red and green flags yeah. and I think it's time that we talk about our red and green flags are some things that um to humble ourselves. Our personal yeah. our red personal flags. red and green flags. Are we we're talking about our green flags? We don't have to talk about our green flags. Let's you just can say your green red flag. Flags. You yeah. can say your green flag. What is my okay, so everyone should love me because I'm so pretty, I'm so confident, I'm so hot. I'll also give a green flag for Faith. <laughs> Faith yeah. is just someone that doesn't know a stranger. She's just someone that's friends with everybody. She just always likes to put a smile on people's face and she's just someone that just likes to know everybody. She likes to make sure that people feel known and valued and seen and that's something that I truly love about you and I love about our friendship because you always are so intentional and you want to get to know people so deeply, not just surface level, but just how is the like how is the Lord using you? Like how is the Lord working within your life? That's things you want to know and it's genuine. Aww. And that's something I truly love about you and the fact that you just always do things um to glorify the Lord. But that's so sweet. <laughs> Don't cry. <laughs> no, I'm going to that's so precious, I think. Yeah. I just that's what I really feel is that I'm so thankful that I have amazing friends that I've just been able to really surround myself and to like Gabby mentioned earlier like iron sharpens iron I got to like Gabby's also so intentional she'll come into our room and be like hey just want to see how you guys are doing like and I love that and also like Abigail just such so much wisdom too so I think that like these are things I really admire my friends and I love so much yeah but yeah. I think one of my green flags for you Faith is that you are just 
so fun and easy to be with mm-hmm. and just like you bring so much laughter and joy and like it's never a dull moment oh honestly. thank you <laughs> no it's not everyone wants to be Faith's friend she's so fun stop you're so stop I'm like eating it up <laughs> tell me more no but I think my red flag this is okay we talked about this earlier in the podcast like before <laughs> we were planning this is what they said my red flags were was that I have a peanut allergy <laughs> and that's what they told me that that's my red my red flag okay abigail what was our red flags for you oh they said that i eat too much mac and cheese (laughs) which is so true it's it's almost a daily thing not quite but i do go through quite a bit of mac and cheese daily mac and cheese yeah you gotta have it every day my red flag oh my gosh guys this is so bad like this is a real this is so bad I am the worst texter ever, ever. My friend texted me in 2022, happy new year. And I didn't see it until 2023. And I said, happy new year. (laughs) So bad, you guys. I am so bad at texting people back. So if I don't get back to you, it's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's because I genuinely just don't see it. Or I think I respond to you in my brain. (laughs) Yeah, or I respond to you in my brain and then just forget to respond. So sorry if yeah you've texted me and i've never texted oh, you back i have another one for myself okay i will sacrifice sleep like sleep is the first thing to go like over mm. like if i have homework if i'm stressed or like anything i will always be like i don't need to sleep like the amount of all-nighters i've had to pull because i like, procrastinate so badly it's uh, it's really unhealthy but Mine is also, I think that I, it's so hard for me to say no to plans <laughs> when Same. I need to, even when Same. I'm so tired, but that's what Abigail's teaching me, that it's okay to say no, is mm-hmm. that, like, I will go, and sometimes I'll just be, like, so, like, out of it and dead, and people will be like, are you okay, Faith? And just, like, I should just knock onto the event and been mm-hmm. rest, but I was like, no, I need to be well, here. you did say no the other day. I, I was did. so proud of you. I did say no. I was very proud Yay. of myself. Yeah. Working towards a green flag. Yes. <laughs> Working towards a green flag. We're always, we're always, yeah. improving. we're oh, always yeah. improving. Okay. Always growing. Always growing. Now, ladies, what is the final question? Is what is your favorite thing in life right now? Mm. Oh, my favorite thing in life, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. always. <laughs> that's, that's a given. That's a given. Okay, but like. Everything, like, highlight of life. Highlight of life right now? Mm -hmm. So, at the beginning of the podcast, we were talking about mock rock, and so I feel like that's just one of the things I've just been really looking forward to, like, this past week, and also this coming week, I'm really excited about it, too. Um, Just because last year, when Abigail and I did it, unfortunately, Faith didn't do it with us, it was just such a life-giving time, and it was such a God-centered community that I feel like I've met so many people who just point me towards Christ, and I've just had so much, I was just, I just gained so much joy from just dancing, and then also just being with people and laughing, making jokes while we're learning dances. It's truly just such a joy-filled time, and that's just something I'm really looking forward to, and Abigail and I are helping out with it this year, so that just kind of gives us, like, a different kind of um, perspective to mock rock, Mm. and so I think that's also been super fun, just trying, Mm -hmm. like, planning things and learning how things work, Um, so I'm just really excited to get back into it and to meet more people. Um, and to have more Christ-like conversations within Mock Rock, and to just glorify Him through dance. So yeah, that's something oh, I'm excited such for. Such a sweet experience. I love Mock Rock so much. Is that too. what you're also excited for? Um, what do you say? Yeah, I was also going to say, like, 
I've been crocheting a lot, like oh, over break. Nice. I had a lot of mini projects going. Um, so yeah, crocheting is probably one for me right now. I didn't get to do it during the first week of classes just because I was so busy, but hopefully throughout the semester I'll be able to crochet more. Yay! Well, thank you guys for listening to this episode of The yeah. Faith Show. Yay! <laughs>